0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Worthing. This message is by Jonathan Dyke. So we're going to have to spend now eight minutes following on from Andrew's message last week, which was about waiting. Those that wait patiently on the Lord. This one is about watching. Um, What are these called? Excellent. If you didn't see what they were, you should have got the Specsavers. It's interesting how sometimes we can walk through life and we think we have clarity until you get vision. Did you see what I did then? Uh, I think we all can look at life and we can see life but not necessarily see it with clarity. I'm just going to look at a couple of examples they are relevant to this kind of time of the year. Uh, One is from Matthew 2. And this is, there were some wise men. How many of you know, now there's a joke out there that says, today, would would Mary be able to find three wise men? (laughs) Uh, Well, I think there's more than three wise men here. But there was some wise men, it says in Matthew 2, and uh, it's about to come up on the screen, isn't it, Steve? Awesome. The wise men said, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. Now, here's a question for you: How many other people do you think would have seen that star? Somebody said a lot. Okay, that's a bit random. Uh, how many would you say it was? Probably quite a lot. But yes. well, why is it then that only three people followed it and entered into an intimacy with Jesus? Because actually, historically, astrologically, that star was a real star. It wasn't a Bible star, it wasn't a Mel Gibson star, it wasn't a fantasy star, it was a real star that appeared in real time. It, 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 it confounded people at the time, but only three people saw it and only three people followed it. Why? Because they saw it with a different view. They followed it with a different view. So there's a challenge here. We can look out on life, but how we look at it determines what we do. You can look out over your own marriage if you're married, your own workplace if you're in work, or your own parenting. You can look out on your own household life, but how you look at it determines on how you respond to it. Does that make sense to anybody apart from me and James? Because there were thousands of people that would have seen this, but only three. Then in Luke 2:12, it says, The angel said to the shepherds, This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. I believe we live in a world where God's given us signs, He's given us indicators. Dedication of children is a sign and an indicator. For me, it's a sign that God is going to raise up people from this generation to tell God's stories to the next generation. For me, dedication is when we look at what's just happened, it's not just we've had a couple of families forward and we've been nice to them and we've kind of said God's stuff about them, but God is seeing it with a long-term view. God is seeing today in the context of I see every day. So however you've seen this morning, whether you're here as part of supporting family, whether you're here as, as like Bishop, Be- I mean, however you're here, it doesn't matter. It's how you see it that makes a difference. Uh, I've got a story, I don't know if I've got time to do a story, about the wheelbarrows. My wife is trying to remember it. It's a story. There's a factory in the middle of somewhere, and this factory had a history of things getting stolen from it. Long time. And they were, they, they, have you heard this one before? Yeah, you are. So they had, they, they increased the security. They probably didn't have G4S on it because, you know, they're, they're not so good now as they used to be, whoever. But they had security. And on the security gate every night came this bloke. This bloke finished his shift and had a wheelbarrow full of sawdust. And the security officer said, we just need to check this to make sure you're not stealing anything in the sawdust. So they went in the sawdust, no, nothing in it, that's fine, you can go. Next night, here he comes, wheelbarrow full of sawdust. And he said, there must be something going on with this guy. They got all the sawdust out. No, just sawdust, off you go. And this happened night after night after night after night after night. And the security guys were saying, this is just crazy, what is going on? And they challenged this guy and they said, well I'm not on duty now. We know you're stealing something. What are you stealing? He said, (laughs) wheelbarrows. Sorry. I'm getting a look now. I'm going over this side. Hallelujah. <laughs> because the point, the point is, is not just how do we look where it's a bit fuzzy. It's not quite clear, but we're a bit too embarrassed to say, actually, I need a bit of help, is that we need to watch with faith. We need to begin to look out onto life with an expectation that what we see is not all there is is that what we look at, God can change. When we look at maybe a prognosis over our life, maybe we've had all of the best people in the world say, this is you. When we look at that, we look at it with faith, that God can change that. When we look out over our relationships, and maybe they're not great, maybe we've just not been very successful, maybe we just have no friends, maybe we think we are the village one. I have no idea, is that we look at that and says, no, God, God can still change my life and God can still connect me with the right people. Maybe we're looking out over our finances and maybe it's all very red and there's no black ever. We need to start looking at that with the eyes of faith in a God who cares for you and cares for me and is able to make all grace abound to us. So it's not about how we look out the wind, it's how we do that, not whether we do that or not. Is this making some sense to anybody in the room? We've got two more minutes. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, Be watchful, stand firm in faith. I believe that we were given eyes to look out onto life, not to judge it or criticise it, but to see God's potential in it. To see God's purpose through it. Psalm twenty-five, fifteen says, My eyes are continually toward the Lord. How many of you know that sometimes we can get a bit boss-eyed? We can get boggled, because there's just stuff going on out there. Can I just suggest that there is a part of your eye, your retina, your optic nerve, that was designed just to look at God. I think there are things that maybe the filtering system that we have in our eyes just wasn't designed to deal with. It was designed to deal with the the love of God. And when we look out over the needy and homeless people and people marginalised, it was never to look upon them with, you deserve it. Or it's your punishment. But we were designed to look at it with the reflected love of God in there. Are you understanding that? We were never designed with our optic nerves and our brain, we were never made to look out on life and say, it's your own fault. You deserve that. So our reaction has been the wrong one. But no, like like the shepherds, like the wise men, I'm going to put my trust in God. I'm going to follow that. I'm going to check the signs around my marriage, around my family life, around my finances life. And I'm not just going to look at the signs that, that the world says you've not got enough. I'm going to look at the sign that God is always enough. And if I follow the star, the leading of the Holy Spirit, the leading of the Word of God. I'm going to find a new intimacy with Jesus. Because really, rounding up this thing, all the guys at the Freedom Encounter, all they've really, really done is fallen in love with Jesus again. It's not been mystical. It's not been, you know, something to sort your brain out. Some of you are sitting there thinking, one of the first things that we have to deal with, and I have to deal with this all the time, is I don't really need to go to something like that. That's a good pride, my friend. Or even if I do, I don't need to respond. That's called pride. And that pride, when we look at it in the wrong way, it will keep us locked in our present. And God wants to set us free for our future. Let's all stand up, shall we? Very short message, but you've had lots of message, lots of encouragement from people. Just going to pray and then you can go and grab a coffee. As we pray, I'm just going to read out a few more Thanksgivings. Thank you for answered prayers, people set free at the Freedom Weekend. Thank you for the truth that you've revealed to me in a new and a fresh way. Thank you that the blood has set me free from all shame. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for such an encounter with you. Whoever the sun sets free is free indeed. Thank you for the wonderful women in my freedom small group. In the amazing way that you have knitted us together in love. I'm just going to read this out. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Father, I want to thank you that for everyone here, with the youth, with the children, you want us to set our eyes on things above. That we see everything with a faith in God outlook. That we look over life with a love of God outlook that we don't get blinkered or blinded by what the world is doing, but we look beyond the earth. We look beyond what we can see right now with an expectation that you are faithful. And we thank you that's true for us in our home, in our marriage, in our workplace, uh, wherever it is, that you have a high, high, high expectation for our lives and we give you praise and we give you all the glory hallelujah amen thank you for listening to this kingdom faith podcast we trust it's been an encouragement to you for more information and resources from kingdom faith and our other audio and video podcasts please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.